Today's guest is one of the funniest men in all of Australia. For over 25 years, he's been entertaining people all around the nation through stand-up comedy, live performances, TV acting, and radio hosting. And when he's not up on stage emceeing or filming commercials, this man is making us laugh through his highly successful social media channels and podcasts. He's been on Underbelly, Neighbours, thank God you're here. Australia's Got Talent, Fat Pizza as Lino. He's, he's been giving us Dolmio grins on pasta sauce ads and most significantly, I reckon, appeared as Luca on the 2018 World Cup ad campaign for Sportsbet. It's uh, Australian Italian award-winning actor James Liotta. Welcome, brother. Oh, can I give that a? Re- can I give your intro a round of applause? <laughs> oh, of course. Just the way you've delivered it. Oh, thank you, sir. And um, one of one of Australia's that look. It's Funniest a big, man. It's a big call. Yeah, but it's true. Yeah, it's as true. voted by who? Me, and I admire Fantastic. you very much. And in, five to thanks, that. brother. And yeah. in the you know Australian Italian community, <laughs> you're very highly regarded. You're That's a good very, man. You're out very of, kind. Out of you. all the things you've done, I reckon I think your performance as Luca. On that ad was my favourite, actually. <laughs> I, I named my son after that ad. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Straight after my yeah, performance yeah, on yeah, the sports Yeah, his ad. name's Halftime Up, we'll pay you out. Wow. <laughs> That's <laughs> now, a Luca, name. Yeah, exactly. Luca. I think, mm. you know why? I didn't think of it at the time, but subconsciously it must have stuck in there because my son's named Luca. But it was, yeah, short after that I said, I've got to name my son Luca. You know, my sister brought home a man called Luca once. Yeah. My dad said, Luca, look away, I can't see nobody. <laughs> Very good. Um, That's the stuff we love. There you go. Boom tish. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the sports bet campaign was huge. Yeah. That I did. How did uh, you get approached for that? Standard acting work audition. Yeah. And got the role because you've had a, you've yeah. had a, a bloody agent since you were eight years old. I have eight years old. I have mainly uh, back then was mainly commercials. Yeah. I do little bit parts that would pop up here and yeah. there. I got close actually to being one of these child stars in a few shows. Like yeah. I got down to there were some shows that had come out, kids shows. Yeah. And I got down to like. Uh, you know, the, the two or three left yeah. in that role, but, you know, no cigar. No cigar. Why Especially not? Especially as a kid. Because I couldn't smoke the cigar as oh, a kid. Oh, true. So uh, I don't know why not. That's just yeah. the nature of you the You could have been the yeah. Macaulay Culkin of, of Australia. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was disappointing <laughs> for me, but, uh, you know, that's the way it goes. Hey, but you've been very successful yeah. also. I was going to say Australia's got talent. That you made it on that. That I was did. good. I did. I made it on that. It was a great experience. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't show the full the full set, but I did get four yeses yeah. on the night, which was great. Uh, but four yeses don't necessarily progress you to the next round regardless. Ah. Ah, okay, okay. So there's quite a lot of acts that get four yeses on that show. And don't progress. And don't progress. And the reason for that is because they're trying to find a mix. See, they, for example, there might be ten comedians. Mm. Five of them get four yeses. But they can't have five comedians in the next round yeah, anyway. Okay. So, unfortunately, it didn't uh, progress for me. Oh, that's right. Good experience. So it, anyway. was, it was a really good experience. I start with an icebreaker all the time, thanks sure. to Footy Live, the Footy Live app, which you've downloaded. I made you do it as you walked in yeah, the room. Yeah, Actually, you didn't yeah. even download. You already had it because yeah, it's the best app on the market. I've been betting on the nipple. Footy, footy, of course. Of course it's yes. footy. I've got to ask you because I always yeah. interview sports people. Yeah. Why the hell don't you like sports? No. You're the first person no. I've had on here that doesn't like sports. No, I do, no, I do like sports. Yeah. I, I just don't follow You don't sports follow sports. Yeah. I'll tell you what. In yeah. my Italian family, my, my father was the kind of father that dictated what you meant to like and what you didn't, you know, or what, <laughs> yeah. what you shouldn't like. You know? Yeah. Um, so football was never a big thing for him. Mm. But I did have a lot of uncles yep. who loved football. And two of my uncles... Football or soccer? Which no, one? Uh, AFL. AFL. AFL, okay, yeah. So they loved AFL. A lot of my uncles did. Two of them in particular, uh, one of them 
was my godfather. He's my godfather as well. Yeah. Uh, loved the Richmond Tigers. Yeah, good choice. And it was my uncles who took me to my first ever football match oh. at the MCG. Do you remember? What, do you remember what it was? Yes. Yeah. Richmond versus uh, Fitzroy. Fitzroy at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Fitzroy. Beautiful. Do you remember what year? I was young. Uh, I'm, I'm, I was born in eighty two. It could have been out of 89. 89, okay. Yeah, yeah it was, I was young, very nice. young. And I went to a very Anglo state primary school. Okay. There weren't many wogs there. Yeah. There weren't many yeah. Italians and Greeks. I was one of very few. AFL was big. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to fit in. And I even started buying the swap cards, oh, yeah. you know, the football swap cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea who these players were. <laughs> like I had, I, you know, the coaches, everyone else knew, you know. I just wanted to be involved. Yeah, be part of it. But yeah. as, as I grew up and, uh, you know, theatre and performance sort of took over mm. my life, that's where, that my, where your my, interests, my love and my interest went your towards there were. rather than, than sport. But soccer, yeah, you know, I love the World Cup. I love the Euros. I love following yeah, all that well, sort of stuff. Very exciting. Obviously on your social media as well, you're posting a lot about the Euros and that sort of thing. You're getting yeah. up early for the games, yeah, aren't you, yeah, and watching I, them? I love yeah. it. Yeah, I love it. I love all that stuff. Did you ever, did you ever try and play? You played, did you try and play at school? I played or? indoor soccer for oh, a while. Just mixed indoor soccer, just for fun with a team. We never scored a goal. Um, I played bench, <laughs> bench up. Uh, it was good. You know, indoor soccer is hard. It is hard. Uh, but I play indoor soccer, yeah. but I'm a goalkeeper. That's a bit, there bit you go. Different. But do you but ever it, play the field as well? Oh, I'm not, not as good because I played footy all my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, so goalkeeper, I, I'm not as good with my feet. Right. So in that level, I can't compete on the on right. the field with that level. But I goalkeeper, used to score I'm okay. own goals. They got rid of me. So <laughs> not surprised. Said, oh, you're you're a liability. <laughs> you know, to the team. Well, you're not a liability when you get up on the stage. And I think that comedy or stand-up comedy is similar to sport in a way because you've got to prepare. You've got to do the training. Yeah. You have to go out there and perform. You've got to deal with performance anxiety. And then once you perform, you come off and you kind of assess what you've done and try and improve for the next week. Yeah. It's very similar to the stand-up. Do you know what? You're not wrong, James. By the Mm. way, great name. Thank you. It is good, isn't it? Yes. Um, James Squared. James Squared. I know. It's good, isn't it? It's Mm. got a good ring. That could be the next podcast, James Squared. Um. You know, sport is just another form of entertainment. Yeah. It is yeah, entertainment. It is, it is entertainment, yeah. You know, uh, so you're not wrong. Mm. They're just similar similar but different. Mm. So, yeah, you do. You do yeah. follow the same sort of strategy. That's right, yeah. And yeah. it's very similar to St Kilda because when you perform, people sit there and laugh at you. Mm. So it's the same thing. I see what you've done there. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> no, but look, I, I think it's so hard to do what you do. I I because we've spoken about this before yeah, we have. and of you know writing comedy and yeah, that sort yeah. of thing but to actually go up there and do it mm. is so nerve-wracking a lot of people I want to say to you now a lot of people when they meet you the first time like oh you're a comedian tell me a joke so they, they do does that they, piss you off yeah they yeah it does it it pisses any uh professional comic yeah. off because we it's it's a job we love it but it is a job mm. for us it's like if, I don't know it's like if an AFL player keeps getting stopped and being asked you know can you teach me how to kick the footy? But if <laughs> if, if if they get asked all the time, yeah. after a while, like you can't. That's go, right. No, I'm just here hanging yeah. out. You know. Oh, like, here's a ball. Kick this fifty meters. Yeah, yeah. Every, show, every me, show me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Show me how you kick you know, yeah. your best goal or whatever it is. Yeah. You know. So um, it is hard. Mm. Uh, it takes a lot of courage, just as it does, you know, in sport to get out there professionally and, and give it all you've got. Yeah, I want to ask you more about that in a second. But sure. because you are in Melbourne, yes. it's a footy-centric town. Yes. If I named a player, would you be able to tell me who they played for? Do, uh, look, try me. I'll try The, you. the, the chances got, are slim. I've the got ch- 10 here. Okay. I've got 10. Oh, we'll see out of 10 how all many right. you get. This is going to be terrible. No, we'll start off easy. What's easy when I don't know any? Dustin Martin. <laughs> That's Richmond. Correct. Yeah. One out of one. Buddy Franklin. 
I've heard the names. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard the names. <laughs> wait, wait. Um, Buddy Franklin. Uh, He's played for two teams. So if you get one of them, no, no, no Sydney. But okay. he played for Hawthorne. That's all right. okay. That's all, all right. right. Nick Natanui. Um, Coburg. <laughs> Close West Coast. <laughs> this one you'll know. Jordan Degoe. No, I've heard the. I've heard because the name. we we talked about this at the cafe. Jordan Degoe, you know, he's been in the newspaper. Yeah. He's been in trouble. What what kind of team oh, Collingwood. Collingwood, there you yeah. go. Collingwood. Who else is it? Caleb Daniel, you wouldn't know. No. Western Bulldogs. Yeah. Dyson Heppel. No. Essendon. James Sicily. That's a name yeah, you yeah, should I know, follow. I know. Um, that's a no, perfect. Hang on, hang on. Actually, your, your nickname no, could that's be James Sicily. Too, no, he's it? Hawthorne. Ah. But that could be your nickname. Because you're from Sis- James I know, Sicily. I could, be, I could be the next James you Sicily. Should follow yeah, my him. parents are from Sicily. Yeah. Yeah. James Sicily. For all the football him. people, AFL people listening. Mm. Yeah. I apologise. I apologise. You should. You know, I, w- I got one. No, I got two. You got there. two. Yeah. How many did left? Did you? No, you didn't. I got Colin. Yeah, you got Colin. Yeah, you did. Sorry. You've got three left. Yeah. Patrick Cripps. Pass. Carlton. Mason Cox. That's Collingwood. That's Collingwood. Yeah. He's got three. Perfect. You know you're Collingwood players. This one's yeah. too hard. What if I say a pass player for the last one? Yeah. See if you get it. Yeah. Who did Matthew Lloyd play for? We'll be back after a quick break. West Coast? No. Nah. Brisbane? No. Nah. Oh, I thought... I, no, I don't know. Essendon. Three out of ten. That's right. Do you know why the Collingwood sticks with me? Why? Uh, because uh, my colleague, Piero. Yeah, he's a big Collingwood he's fan. He's a big Collingwood And he wears yeah. a Collingwood cap when he performs. He does. Well, yeah, he's, he changes it up these days. Uh, he goes Collingwood or Juventus, same colours. Yeah, you know? yeah, same colours. Um, yeah. But, you know, I hear a lot. I hear a lot of the names because him and our promoter, Dom Arpa. <laughs> they love footy. Huge Collingwood. Yeah, love yeah, footy. Love and footy. Love sport, love footy. And huge Collingwood. And I just sit there just listening. I can't contribute, mm. but. Uh, that's no, that's all right. Names, yeah. But you've been on the footy show. We haven't really. You've been on the set oh, of the footy show. I've been on the set of the footy show. Oh, you've done your research. Oh, of yeah, I yeah. But, you know, I have worked with Eddie Maguire. Yes, you Eddie know. Maguire. Tell me about uh, Eddie not Maguire. not in, in a football perspective. doesn't matter. You've worked with him, which I've is basically. Well, yeah, I made was, it. for a little while, I was the stand in uh, warm up host for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You used to come out and tell jokes yeah, before. Yeah. yeah. And warm them up. Yeah. And then basically, you know, tell them when to clap and all that sort of stuff, which is. Uh, Actually, a, a lot tougher than it really. Was. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough job. It's tough. Yeah, and Eddie, he wants, <laughs> he wants he a high won- level yeah. of work. Yeah. Did yeah. he ever give you any feedback to say not good uh, enough, or give you some looks to say, hey, let's lift your game? Verbally, it looks, yeah, yeah, looks, yeah, yeah. Like he's in, you That's know, we intimidating. Need, we, need, we need more. We need more. You know, we need more from them, mm. from the audience, which is wow. my job to bring out more in them. It is intimidating when it's Eddie Maguire. Yeah. Of course. Mm. Uh, what does your daily routine look like now? I mean, it's changed when you were in, in lockdown. I don't know, you said oh, you woke lockdown, up at 11. I think we all have naps. Yeah. Right like, now, siesta. this last week, James, it's felt like normal. I, yeah. I I went to Sydney on Friday. Yeah. 
we, we land, we go straight to the theatre, we rehearse, we do the show. Yeah. I came back. I emceed a wedding on Saturday. Yes. I emceed a wedding on Sunday. I flew back to Sydney on Monday uh, to shoot some scenes for Housos, the mm. new Housos. And then I, I've had meetings on Tuesday in Sydney and I flew back Tuesday night. I went straight to another meeting with a bride and groom. Yeah, you're going to stop. So it felt like normality We're to back. me. That, yeah, that that portion. Mm. And until at least Easter, because there's always there's not much happening in Easter, people with their families. Yeah, they go away and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's quite busy. Then it picks picks up again. Mm. But the but, normal routine, there, yeah. there is no routine. You just yeah. go through the diary and go, right, what do I have to do today? You know, do I have a gig? Do I have meetings? Do I have planning? Do I have rehearsals? Do I have what? What is it that needs? Because yeah, no one really sees. I mean, the, the, the most we see from a comedian, their lifestyle is watching Seinfeld and seeing what Jerry does day to day. He writes. He writes. Jerry uh, used to write twenty. I think it was like twenty yeah. minutes every day at the same time. Yeah. Do you have that yeah. that kind of structure? No, or? not really. Not that sort of structure. I, yeah. I write when I need to. When I need to write. Yeah. However, I do always jot things down. Yeah. Something, an idea comes up, a, a joke or a theme comes up. I do jot it down, mm. but I don't have a routine where every day I sit, I yeah. sit and write. And I think, I think for Jerry, he, you know, he's. I mean, it's, we're talking about Jerry yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah. Know. But for him, it's it's a full time stand up comic career. Yeah. You know, that's it. That's what he does. You know, I mean, he does his show, but he was always doing stand up yeah. full time. Someone like me, not uh, big like. Uh, Mr. Seinfeld. Nearly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, close. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, I'm close. Yeah, I'm close. <laughs> At uh, least we'll in the Italian that. community. Yeah, You're we'll the Jerry Seinfeld. That. Yeah. I do a bunch of different things, yeah. you know. So I, I MC. Yeah. I do some acting. I, I do some stand-up comedy. I put shows together. So that it's many things that come yeah. together for me and make it a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you put your punchlines sometimes on Facebook as well, don't you? Just to test them out we and test see them how. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like when you can write them up with yeah. backgrounds. Yeah, know? and yeah, the great the great thing about that for a comic is that it, being, being a comic is all about word economy. Mm. You know, you you don't want to drag on a, a setup too long mm. unless it's an amazing setup. Yeah. You know, it's about setup punchline, and you can only have so many characters when you use that system yep. on Facebook. So sometimes I'll it helps write you a cut joke. Down. Yeah, it helps, helps you cut, cut down. down. Yeah. What word can I take out? What, what yeah. How can I make it you've funny told me with you've, less words? Sometimes you sat with Pietro for hours yep. on one word yeah, in yeah, a joke. Have, That's have, how important yeah, it is. A line or a word um, or just a, a moment, we've sat hours with it. Just to come, just to decide, because sometimes we're not, we're not agreeing. Yeah. You know, which is very normal. Absolutely. We might not be agreeing on a particular line or phrase or, you know, he sees it one way, I see it another way. And it's about finding the best way in the Mm. end that we both think would be the funniest way that we, you know, we agree with. Yeah. Uh, And sometimes just one word in the wrong place just doesn't, doesn't land. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you were you were speaking to me before we started the podcast about the weekend you had a performance in Sydney, yeah. and you'll you'll review it and fine tune a few things. Yeah, absolutely. how does that process work? So you you sit down with uh, Pietro and go, well, look, I don't know if this you we, know we've we got recorded a, it. Yeah, we filmed it. You know, just for our own sake, yeah. we filmed it, which helps a lot because you can yeah review it there. It's like reviewing a match in, in in the footy on a yeah, Tuesday. A, the coaches absolutely. will sit down and yeah, yeah, we'll watch it. We'll have pen and paper down. We might yeah. pause it and go at that moment. What if we did this instead yeah. or we said that instead or maybe I said too much there or maybe you didn't say enough yeah. or I came in early there and that's what, you know, threw that off or mm. whatever, whatever the case might be. Uh, thankfully, we don't feel like there's a whole heap to review, but there certainly are some moments. You're only as good as your last show. Yeah. You've got, you got to, you know, keep making it better. You could sit back and go, 
hey, it was 98% fantastic. Who cares about the 2% that, that you know, we felt could be better? But I find that's, that's not the way to do it, yeah. you know. Let's try and let's let's try and make the next show even better. That's right, you know, even funnier. I like that. Does it does it come naturally to your comedy? Because you obviously started very very early. Your dad wrote comedy, performed did, in yeah. the Italian community. Yeah, in the Italian you, community. Since you were eight years old, you've been on yeah. stage. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. So it comes natural to you. You think since you were a child, it has. It always yeah. it always has. Yeah. I just grew this uh, this love for performance, and I felt at home. Mm. On stage, in yeah. front of in front of people, and the more the better. I I get nervous with less people. Really? Yeah. You are nervous now? There's only two people in the yeah, room. This is di- this is different. <laughs> you made me feel very comfortable, and also the 150 bucks you promised me. It's really, really. <laughs> it helps. It helps a lot. Yeah. Um. For the for the record, there's no money. I am volunteering <laughs> my uh, my time here with James. Um. I'm like. You know these underground clubs, that comedy clubs, yeah, where it's yeah. like twenty people, thirty people. Yeah, they would freak me out more. Really, than doing thirty thousand people. Why? Three hundred people. It's it's a it's a lot. First of all, it's a lot harder. So kudos to those who do those kinds of gigs. Yeah. But I also must say that I've been lucky to somehow start with big audiences mm. all the time. So when you when you start with big audiences and then you get these 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 opportunities to maybe perform to 20 30 people it doesn't something about it doesn't sit well with yeah. you you know yeah it's it's a lot harder it's like i don't mc weddings that are below 100 people oh really yeah i i rarely rarely ever do it is that it's hard to work the crowd then it, it feels it? like it's not needed okay now mc's mc a wedding is not a comedy show i understand yeah. that but there is there is a time where like audience number can play a part unless the room caters for it there's a theater in adelaide a small mm. theater 75 people it holds yeah but it is an actual theater stage curtains screens yeah. but it holds 75 people if you fill that out that's okay okay in that environment but at like a bar or these like little underground clubs when there's like 20 scattered people it's just not my scene. Yeah, like, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. What's the worst wedding you've ever done? Has there been a shocking wedding you've? I mean, because oh, what a lot if they're of, listening? The couple. That's fine. Just use different do names. Do you know what? Uh, there hasn't been a shocking wedding. There's just been weddings where the guests were were hard. Yeah. Hard, hard to to break down. Hard to break. Yeah. 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 But most of the, most of the times, I, I do break them down. We have a laugh, and I and I instill that party atmosphere into yeah. the room. Yeah, yeah. There are some weddings where the guests are just so hard to <laughs> yeah. break. Like they just don't want to react. They don't want to yeah. dance. They don't want to do anything. Yeah. And no matter what I've tried, it didn't it didn't, didn't work. work. But it's rare. It's very mm. rare. What about best yeah. man speeches? You've obviously seen a lot. I've seen a lot of speeches. Has there been some shocking ones? There has been some shocking ones. I re- there was yes. a wedding I, I <laughs> went to ages ago where the, the best man was too drunk to speak. You don't want to get to that point. Is it? You've, you've. What's the worst yeah, it's one you've not, ever heard? It's not. A, it's not a good idea. The, oh, look, the worst ones are. Just, it's hard to pinpoint what they said. You know, yeah. that was bad. But it's more just rambling. I'll tell you this much. Mm. There's a lot of speeches at weddings. I don't know why, but they start talking about footy. They start <laughs> talking about the what the groom's team goes for and this yeah. and and footy and. When we went, and they start retelling stories about when they went to watch football games. Nothing to do, <laughs> do with them. Nothing to do with them. They was like, oh, to, Bill, he's a massive fourth line supporter. Like, and why the hell yeah. did they play Buddy on the halfback yeah. flank? And they start making yeah. jokes about football. Yeah. And then, of course, <laughs> oh, no. when you do that, it revs up the crowd. Yeah. You know, because whoever goes for who starts yelling out stuff. 
And I never understand why people throw football mm. stuff into wedding speeches. Yeah. But at the same time, that's just my opinion. It yeah. works for them and it's a personal speech. Yeah, yeah. And if the groom or the bride has a link that they love to that team, maybe that's why it's happening. Mm. Would you ever write speeches for somebody? No. Never. What no. would you? What if you just charge people? You say, "Hey, I'm, I'll write your best man speech. You give oh. me, you fill out their interests and whatever, and you could make money like, like that. Like a template. Yeah, like a template. And then you'd you'd, you'd um, um, kind of tailor it to them. You could make no, a lot I, of money. I, at the, I could, uh, maybe. I've had groups. That, it's uh, very nerve wracking. How do I write a speech? I'm like, I I can give you pointers, but I can't write the speech for you. Yeah, because so many it people get nervous. Because public speaking isn't isn't for everyone, and that's why some of them get more drunk. Cause yeah, because they want to relax. Nerves, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and it's not for everybody. And then suddenly you're thrust into this world of where you you know you're required to get up mm. and make a speech. And I get it. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But sometimes I think people could put more effort into making it more about the the idea of a wedding, the moment of a wedding, more about the bride and groom, about them, yeah. rather than individual things about him or her yeah. that really. The rest of the room, they don't, they don't care oh, yeah, about yeah. the fact that he, you know, this person, you know, can't go a week without watching a Collingwood game. Like it yeah. sort of doesn't, you know. But that's just my opinion, mm. you know. Yeah. It certainly revs up the crowd, though. It gets yeah, them going. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You've you've always had the knack of like kind of revving up a crowd or, or the charisma. You've had charisma since you were young. How much charisma does it take to pretend to be a sixteen-year-old when you're fourteen and kiss a girl who's seventeen? Where did I tell you this story? You didn't. Where did I, where did you read this? I've just been digging up old things of you. Did you your where, first kiss was you, a seventeen year old yeah. and you were fourteen? Yeah, but she thought I was sixteen. Yeah. Where did where did you find this? I just find things, James. That's insane. It must be online somewhere. Who else did I tell? I look, I can't reveal my sources, but I found Maybe it. Maybe I said it on my podcast. Not on yours, no. I can confirm that. Anyway, you found it. I found it. How yeah. do you do that? Your first kiss. Yeah, but you know. That's pretty as, good. 17 a, year old and you're 14. Boy, I had facial hair at 12. <laughs> True. So, True. you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, we looked older. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. First, yeah, first kiss. She was 17. It was <laughs> It was a friend, like a, a friend's family party that yeah. had happened. Yeah. So she was part of another family and I was part of my family and then the families got together and there were other people. And somehow I hit it off with this girl. We got yeah. chatting and then we went for a walk. <laughs> a walk. A walk to the front. To the front. It was. Front yard. Front yard. Yeah. Like, I was there. the whole story. <laughs> no, I wasn't there. That would have been funny though if like I was. Sister, is she no, she's like, not. No. Oh, <laughs> do you have a sister? I do. Oh, yeah. And you, you've got a sister and I a do. brother. And I do. They're both younger. They're both younger. Are you protective? My sister's the youngest one. She's yeah. got four kids now. Yeah. You're no, the, you're no, the fun not. uncle, though, aren't you? No, oh, yes and no. I'm the uncle. I'm the one that picks on the kids and, <laughs> and stirs. I stir them, yeah, and yeah. then they they crack the shits with yeah. me. I, I do stir them. Yeah. My my other brother, he's the fun one that allows them to do whatever they want mm. and gives them a lot. You know, I kind of stir them a bit. That's me. I'm the older uncle yeah. that stirs them. Um, what was the question just before that? Do I, protective. protective, protective, protective. Um. No, not 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 a great deal. Not mm. not in that traditional kind of you know macho, you know, older wog brother sense. Yeah. No, not not at all. No, I mean, you know, we all care about each other, yeah, and of course, and, uh, of course we all want the best for each other. And yeah. if there's ever an issue, I'd be happy to you know help yeah. out or do whatever it is. But not not in that of aggressive. Course. Yeah. No. 
And you know how to take care of yourself because you went to Northcote High, obviously. <laughs> you go to Northcote High, so, yeah. And yeah. Was it, it was during, okay. Was it okay? Yeah, yeah, it was okay. It was okay. There yeah. were a few few gangs here and there. But, yeah. you know, what school doesn't have them, honestly? Yeah, true, true. What school? That, I mean, even even the, the religious schools, mm. they exist, you know, they exist. They're just not – You learn to deal with people, don't you, at high school? That's when you're yeah. different types of yeah. people. And I, I wanted to ask you, though, because – like the media, when you the media in sports media, a lot of people who listen to this like sports media and that sort of thing. You've got to work your way up as well. And you did a few freebies uh, growing up as well, like yeah, community yeah. radio. You did oh, weekend breakfast radio and persisting at it because eventually it'll pay off for you, it did, won't yeah. it? So can you give advice to people who are trying to break in whatever industry, even if sure. it's a com- I mean, comedy right, scene or yeah. whatever it is? Well, radio. I'll give you two examples. Radio has been a big part of my life. Yeah. Um, at the moment, I'm in community radio. Yeah. On a Wednesday night. Uh, but I started off in community radio at the age of 14 mm. for many, many years, right up until maybe 20, 21. When I was about 21, I started landing um, production jobs, uh, you know, panel operating jobs or technical yeah. producer jobs in commercial stations, yeah. um, 3AK, Fox, um, there's a whole bunch of them, MTR, um, SEN yeah, as well. SCN. I worked for yep. SEN as a technical producer. Mm-hmm. So what got me those jobs was all the freebie experience that mm. I, I had done, that yeah. I committed to. Yeah. Because then suddenly I knew all the skills that were needed for that job without having to have had a, a, you know, applications to radio school or whatever. Right. Right. So it does pay itself off. In the comedy world, I, I toured as a roadie with mm. people putting on shows just to learn the ropes. I knew I was still a performer, but I, I asked them, could I tour with you around Australia? And I was literally the one setting up the set, yeah. cleaning the set. And there was a particular show I worked on. It came back years later. One of the other cast members couldn't do it. They got me to do it. Yeah. They said, you know the show. Exactly. I, go, I do. Yeah. I toured with you all over, not as an actor but as a, a crew member. Mm-hmm. And I ended up doing the show for a season with them. You know. Yeah. So – it does. It does pay itself off, but yeah. you've got to put in the hard yards. Exactly you know? right. And you've got to be willing early on to do the free stuff. Yeah. You know, I did community TV as well for free. Mm. Enhance your presenting skills. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that eventually landed me a lot of corporate work, paid corporate work yep. in presenting. So, you know yourself. Yeah. Well, you have to start somewhere. And, you, you know, yeah. there's times when you're doing it for free and you're like, is this ever going to pay off? Like I'm busting my ass. But you've you got to enjoy it. Yeah. You have to enjoy it as well. You, yeah. you really have to be in it for the right reasons. And yeah. the right reasons are because you love the industry. Exactly. You love the industry. And yeah. that's why you're doing it for free. Mm. That's why you're young and other, other friends of mine and no disrespect at all, they were actually making money. But they're off working at Safeway then and yeah. whatever at McDonald's or whatever. Good on them. I didn't have any money. They had money. But without sounding like a big shot, I've got money now. Yeah, exactly. It's paid no, itself right. later yeah. in life, you yeah. know, um, and I feel like I've achieved something. Yeah, for sure. Do you ever feel like, – I was going to ask you, do you ever feel like I've, I've kind of I've made it or anything like that? Like Fat Pizza, being on that was a big deal for you because was, obviously yeah. you watched the show, yeah. you liked Polly Fennec, yeah. and you finally got a gig. And you're not just a you yeah. know, guy who comes and orders a coffee. You're no, actually a character. it's one of my character. biggest gigs so yeah. far in, in TV world. It's one of yeah. my, I've always done like bit parts or yeah. commercials and bit parts are like, you know, your, your couple of scenes in an episode yeah. or something like that at the most, you know. But this this is like a, a, a character that's regular. Yeah. Um, especially the last season appeared in 
there were, I think there were seven episodes appeared in five, yeah. and number three was all related around my character. It's a really like a, a dream come true opportunity yeah, in awesome. the TV world. So uh, I'm very thankful. Have do I feel like I've made it? I don't. I don't feel like I'll ever feel like I've made it okay. because there's always more that you yeah. that you're dreaming of doing. You know. Mm. Um, in in a different way, I feel humbled and lucky that I can keep working mm. in this industry full time uh, without another side hustle or yeah. a side job. But it's a mixture of public and corporate work as well. For example, weddings. I do a lot of weddings. Yeah. Yeah. They're good fun, but it's corporate work. It's private function work. Mm. If you can do a mixture of the both, you'll survive. Have you ever thought of doing something completely different than the entertainment industry at all? Or it's never crossed your mind to go, oh, nah, I, nah, no. nah, never, never. In You know when people go, oh, if you couldn't do that, what, what would, would you love you do, to be? Yeah. I'd love to be a pilot. A pilot? Yeah. Why a pilot? Uh, I love flying. Yeah. I love aeroplanes and I love flying. But to be a pilot, you've got to be really clever, like really, really oh, clever. Yeah. And I'm not that clever. You're okay on planes that you love. Are you okay to go to Italy? It's 26 yeah. hours. Yeah. You're yeah. fine on the plane. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. like 10 hours. Like, I no, like, I'm good. I'm, yeah. I'm good. I rarely get up. Even for a stretch, sit, yeah. yeah, sit down just and just bathroom break if, if it's a must. But really, that's yeah. good to do that. I, w- I went to Italy when I was, in t- I don't know how old I was. In, in two thousand and seven was the last time I went to Italy. A long mm. time ago, I got the cheapest flight ever that I could find with yeah. China Airlines. Yeah, they were really great. But it took four stops to get there. It took me like 32 hours to get to Italy because it was such a cheap flight. Yeah. I don't think I'll go that cheap again. That's a long time. That's a long yeah. Time. When are you going to go back? You never get any time off. I know, you, that's you know, the thing. Yeah, because when you, you're practically working for yourself. Mm. So you've got to decide. You've got to go, if you want to take a little holiday, you've got to go, right, I've decided that yeah. at this point I'm not going to work. And then, of course, the moment you decide that, you get all these calls. Are you available for yeah, blah, exactly. blah, blah? I'm like, no, I've, I've committed to going somewhere, you know. <laughs> Great. It's really hard, but I'd love to go back. I've never been in summer. I've been twice in winter. Really? Yeah. Oh, mate, you've got to go, especially and, Sicily in summer. summer's mid-year. Yeah, exactly. Well, June, June, July is the yeah. biggest yeah, that is summer over there. Yeah. Big, big, busy for you. It's but it's busy, you know. So I've been only in winter at the end of the year. It's very different, isn't it, Italy, to what oh, we expected sure. that it was yeah. when, when our grandparents or your parents would tell, tell you what it's like. It's completely it's, different. It's not what they think it is, <laughs> you know. I mean, it's a beautiful place. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. No, it's just to have traditions think. and those sort those of things. Those traditions are gone. They're gone. They're gone. I was having this conversation with a friend just the other day. You know, our, our nonni, our grandparents, ethnic grandparents, this goes the same for, you know, Greeks, Maltese, Lebanese. Yeah. You know, it, they came here, they kept their traditions, mm. while over there they moved on. Yeah. Grandparents there are hip. Yeah, They're not yeah, making they, salami and sauce. sauce. Day. They're not doing any <laughs> they of that. They do it anymore. In fact, in fact they, they laugh at things like mm. that, you know. But that's fine. They moved on. We've kept our traditions exactly. here. That they, you know, and we love it. It brings us together. It's, it's an event. The yeah. families, yeah, correct. Hey, but I was just want to go back to Fat Pizza for a second. Sure. Paulie Fennick, yeah, how's he to work with? Because he allows you a lot of ad libbing, doesn't he? Or he takes your ideas on he's, Fat Pizza. He's very, very good to work with. Um, he obviously has his way that he sees the scenes yeah. and his script. But if you uh, suggest an idea, mm. if if he really feels it's a great idea, he'll take he'll it take on board. board. Yeah, 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 he'll take it on board. There were a couple of things even in the last season for my episode that I suggested for my character or yeah. can he do this or can yeah. he, might he say that? And Paulie was like, yeah, yeah, do it, do it. That's that's great or that's funny, you know. But he, but he also if he doesn't feel it's right, you know, he's the director. Yeah. You know, it's his show and it's his script. Yeah. And uh, he's allowed to say, 
no, we'll stick to oh, the script. Yeah, you know, definitely. Uh, yeah, but he definitely listens. Mm. Yeah. How, how like strict that. is the script? Because can you change a word here or there? When because it's hard to memorize it. Mm. Can you change a word here or there? Because I know I don't know a lot of shows, but some for the Sopranos, for example, I've yeah. heard the directors talking about and the writers yeah. word for word that has to be yeah, exactly what's on the on. script. Yeah. And if it's not, they'll do it again. Yeah. How is that? Yeah. No, Fat Pizza isn't as is it, as word for word. Yeah. You know, um, you, you are. I wouldn't say allowed. You're allowed to, you're allowed to try stuff. Mm. If, if it doesn't work for the director, he'll say, let's stick to the lines of, of the script, yeah. you know. But even on the spot, he might rub something out or yeah, change yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. But that might be something for yourself as well. That might be, Lena, don't say that. Yeah. And there goes your line, you know. <laughs> yeah. So you have to accept those kinds of things as well. Because your character, Lino, his cousins with – who's your cousins his cousins with? His cousins with Paulie. Yeah, yeah. Paulie. He features in one of the movies from 20 years ago. But as a baby. As a baby. Yeah. As this, like, <laughs> ugly, diseased baby. And I kind of I kind of play him a little – I don't play him diseased, but I play him a little bit strange. <laughs> like you know, diseased, I play yeah. him a bit, a bit strange, yeah, you know, yeah. which, I love which is about the, the funniness that's, that's come but from the it. The facial expressions you do you know, is great. Um, it's, it's been a wonderful opportunity and we're making a – uh, season three later mm-hmm. in the year. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, he's concentrating on houses, and I've just finished it. There's a bit of a crossover ca- from Lino's crossing over mm. into that world of houses for a oh, couple awesome. of scenes, which is really exciting yeah. to, to be in that show, which is another funny show that he produces. Uh, so, you know, it, yeah, like I was saying before, it's a bit of a dream come true for any mm. actor yeah. to land a role that's consistent in the series, you know. That actually, people go, oh, you play that guy, as yeah. opposed to I saw you on that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a difference, yep. you know. Yeah. Um, and for me, it you know it always lifts your your name, your profile, mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. brilliant. Hey, SAS, I watched yeah. Paulie Fennick on there. Yeah, My so God, did I. What an experience yeah. that would have been. I can, t- I, I can tell you everything's legit. Yep. Yeah. Or it, from the straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah, he says, uh, everything. Yeah. Everything. The the activities they had to do were legit, yeah. and they were they were hard. They, they were, were hard. hard yeah. He didn't get along with Lockie, did he? No, no. But <laughs> Lockie himself has proved on camera to admit to being a bit of. Can we swear on this show? Yeah, Gordo yeah. will we'll bleep it out. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say arsehole. That's he, fine. He's, Arsehole's he, good. He's admitted to being an arsehole. Yeah, he says so. I'm he makes himself and... look silly. He does. doesn't Yeah. He? Yeah, no, I wasn't. I'm not a big fan of him yeah. to be honest. I love Paulie on there. He's, Paulie, he's you know, Paul, Paulie was great. Yeah, and he, did you see the first episode? He dropped his yeah. axe. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. wearing any underwear. Yeah, he wasn't Perfect. wearing underwear. He's got no shame. Yeah, I love. Would you go on the show? Sas? <laughs> would you go? Look at me. Yeah, but st- no, um, you're fit. Would I go on the show? Jeez, you know, some of the stuff you go, it's quite fun. Mm. It, it would look like quite fun. But you know, you know what? I'm a bit of a princess. I hate getting dirty. Mm. I hate germs, and I hate getting dirty. Yeah. You know, like crawling yeah, through mud. Yeah, you are. You're an OCD Craw- yeah, kind of guy. Yeah, crawling through mud, all that sort of stuff. Ah, yeah. uh, no, that's not not for me. Ah, uh, that started when See, you were I don't, young, go, I don't uh, go camping. You don't go camping? Nah. Too dirty. Sleep in a tent? Oh, nah. What kind of a wog are you? I go camping <laughs> at the Park Hyatt. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Four-star camping. You've been looked after, no, James. I don't go you, you, that started when you you played Prince Charming, didn't you? <laughs> when you were young, was that your first? Is it like at, at, in primary in school? Primary school, Prince yeah, Charming. Yeah, we did That's Cinderella, you. and I got cast as Prince Charming. But no, but no boys. You see, no boys wanted to act. They didn't want to, they didn't want to perform, and mm. they didn't want to be the the you know the lead. Mm. But I I had a knack for it, you know. So I got cast as Prince Charming in Cinderella. 
Yeah. I love it. You've been on a lot of ads as well. I'll just read out some of them. What's your? Sure. I want you to tell me your favourite ad though. You've been Swiss, Dolmio. I like that one. Uh, Pasta ads, Vic Rhodes for Europlate, Medibank, yeah, McCain's, yeah. um, WorkSafe, Dickens Real Estate, Coles, Honda, Fox Footy is that what was on yeah, there? Fox, what was it, tell me about the Fox, the Fox Footy one. Footy. Fox Footy, we shot it at the studios of Fox In South Footy. Melbourne. Yep, they're yeah. the ones. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, it, it, the, I'm trying to think of what the theme was. It must have been really memorable. It, it was no, it was <laughs> the the theme was it was based around promoting Fox Footy. It was a promo for Fox Footy. Yeah, the channel. Yeah, itself. And I was at the water cooler. It cut to various people, mm. and I was at the water cooler talking to another lady. And I said a particular line, and that line then merged with the same sort of line that the comment real commentators would say. Ah. And it was a, it, the the idea was how. It was bring the commentators and the game, you know, infiltrates our lives. So yeah, so they and they kind of represent the fans or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that that, okay. ki- that kind of thing. And I'm yeah. trying to remember the line. I forgot the line. It's a footy term. That's why I forgot. <laughs> That's the why line, you forgot you know? it. You don't yeah. like it. That, no, it's, it's, if I remember, I'll let you. That's know. right. What was your favourite ad then to do? What's something you look? The, I, I really do go back to the sports bet ad. You know why? Yeah. Because it was it had so much coverage. And yeah, it was all me it was, yeah. In that ad, you had that. You played. You were the Aussie supporter. I was the as well. Aussie supporter and, and the Italian and the supporter. supporter. And it was all me. And not only was it on TV, and like it, it used to pop up mm. like three times, like sports bets. So they, you know, yeah, money's yeah. not. Yeah, they're a sponsor yeah. of the show as well. Right. So oh, fantastic. Yeah, you're, you're about look, to lay get, into get, them then. <laughs> no, no, no. I was about to say, sports bet <laughs> yeah. have money, so yeah. Yeah. they can do a lot of this great advertising. Yeah. You know? And if they ever want Luca back and they're listening, I'm available. Of course, you get right. James involved as well. Yeah, I'd love to involved. Not only did it land me on TV constantly through mm-hmm. that period, but I was on their app, yep. like pictures on their app, and in the Herald Sun, one-page spreads of my face in the Herald Sun across yeah, weeks. And so it was such a grand thing for me, that, that campaign, yeah. you know. So that was one of my one of my favourites. Um, the McCain's one was good as well. <laughs> yeah. You know why? The, the favourites are the ones that get screened a lot. Yeah. Because they're the ones that provided you with a lot of – Profile at mm. that point when it was getting screened, so yeah. you'd get recognised, and that's yeah. always humbling yeah. to get recognised. How often you recognise? I remember when we went for coffee. The first thing we walked in, the f- and the and the waitress first. Oh, you're you're the comedian. Oh yeah, the, oh, yeah the waitress. The waitress. The name that was from our um, check in. Yeah, uh, vaccination uh, check in. <laughs> exactly. uh, yeah, and she knew um, your name. She gets yeah, I watched, you know what? I watched that, you in bed. She said. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, well, you know, there's many jokes there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm glad someone's in bed with me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Very nice. I was uh, like, that was a setup. That was yeah, it was like, a setup. He gave it to me. Uh, it was a setup. Yeah. It's rare. It's rare. Rare. Yeah, it's rare that I get recognised. They really do have to be following like ethnic comedy more yeah. so than anything, you know, to be to be recognised. But it does happen from time to time. In my yeah. local area, I do get a lot of stares when stairs. I go through to the shopping centre. Yeah. Yeah, and uh-huh. I get I get yeah. stares because they follow you online as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. And I get stares that, you know, the kind of stare you give someone you're like, I know that face. Mm. Yeah. Is it hard to... Be online as a comedian these days with cancel culture, and you can't say this, you can't say that. You you said you you block about twenty messages a week or people a week. The abuse. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of like people that are just keyboard, keyboard warriors. Yeah. It's not constructive criticism. Yeah. It's just abuse. Yeah. You know, just just yeah. They just want you to retaliate. Just block mm. and de- block and delete. Block yeah. and delete. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I block them all. Is yeah. it? But is it? Is it hard to choose what you what you say these days as opposed to? Uh, yeah, a little bit. You have to be a bit, a bit careful. The mm. problem with online, I think, is more just that there's too many comedians now. Mm. 
Well, it depends everyone, wait, you, everyone wakes up and wants to be a comedian. Well, that's the thing. It you depends know. what you classify as comedians because well, some people jump on TikTok and say funny things and think they're a comedian. I but they're an online comedian. I, I, yeah, I reckon, I think, so yeah. I reckon there should be a division called yeah. online comedian yeah. as opposed to just comedian because mm-hmm. until you've done the hard yards on stage and until you've actually had some, some time yep. performing to live crowds, sure, once you've hit that, start calling yourself a comedian if you mm. like. But prior to that, there's too many of these profiles, comedian, 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 never step foot on a stage. Exactly. And making people laugh on camera is different to making people laugh on stage. It's very different. And you've described your brother as kind of like a family clown. You make people laugh, but you wouldn't have him on stage, for example. It's very yeah. different to what you do. Like get, people would say, oh, he's funny. You should, you should be a comedian, man. But yeah. it's, it's so different, It's different it? to when you put people on stage. Yeah. 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 yeah my brother comes out with some funny lines. He's quite, mm. he's quite witty. Mm. But I, but I don't feel like he's ever had, you know, the love for getting up on stage like I, I do, you know. And mm. it's different. You know, saying funny things amongst your friends is different to writing comedy that's meant to appeal to a wider audience. Yeah. And, that, and that's the difference between a funny person and a professional comedian. Because mm. a professional comedian should be able to be booked for all kinds of gigs, really. Yeah. And there are some gigs where I look at the event or the audience and I'm like, oh, look, it's just not for me. But that's yeah. my own choice. Yeah. But really yeah. they should be able to appeal to a variety of events mm. and tailor themselves out. Um, so that, I think that that's where the, the line, the professional line starts yeah. to, to be crossed, you know. Yeah. Describe, but it is difficult so, Describe the feeling of, of a whole big audience laughing at your joke. It would be, it's, it'd be amazing. It's amazing. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. Um, because making people laugh is not easy. Mm. It's not. It's not easy to do genuinely. Drama is harder. Uh, dra- sorry, pardon me. Drama is easier than yeah. comedy. That's what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, Drama yeah. is easier than comedy. Comedy is harder mm-hmm. uh, because comedy is so subjective. Yeah. What makes you laugh might not make me laugh. Mm-hmm. There are comics out there people you know piss themselves laughing at, and I go, well, I don't find this person hilarious at all. Yeah. And then there's vice versa as well. So when you get a whole crowd of strangers laughing at your joke, it gives you this buzz, you yeah. know, that you've um, that you've you've written something good that works. And even if ninety out of a hundred people laugh, that's enough because mm-hmm. it's subjective. You, you're not going to get every single person laughing at all your jokes, you know. Have you ever bombed bad? Um, look, in the very early days, yeah. I, I don't think I've bombed to a point of like humiliation yeah. but I've had gigs where there weren't a lot of laughs yeah. at, at my material um, it's not a good feeling mm. but you have to accept it that sometimes sometimes happen. it happens yeah it hasn't happened in many many years also the environment that you're playing in can sometimes not be appropriate yeah I did a gig once uh, in a venue um, the air conditioner broke. Uh, people, it was a dinner and show. People, the, oh, the meals yeah. were late. And by the time I got on, these people were just angry people. <laughs> like they were, they were, you know, they hadn't had a good night. Yeah. Then you got now laugh at this guy. <laughs> the environment was not yeah. conducive to yeah. me getting on stage anymore. So that you know, mm-hmm. I bombed in that sense because okay. they they were tired of the night. Yeah. Yeah. What about hecklers? Do you get a lot of hecklers at all? I get some hecklers, but yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah, hecklers are great. Yeah, they, yeah. they're part of the show. You, yeah, you, you, you use just, them. You just yeah. got to have a bank of what I like to call anti-heckle yep. uh, lines or routines. Yeah. So be prepared for anything. Mm-hmm. But some hecklers are great. Some when when a heckle is fantastic and it's funny, 
you acknowledge it. Yeah. You, you let them let them have the laugh. Yeah. It's fine. La- laugh along with them. Mm. You know. There's no need to be that kind of comic where, oh my god, someone in the audience was funnier than me at that moment. <laughs> no. That they were funny for one line. Yeah. My job's harder. I've got to be funny for thirty exactly. minutes to an hour, you know. So uh and then and then there are just like rude heckles, they can happen. But you learn, you learn how to put up with them. Mm. Is it true you that you shouldn't test your material out on friends? Imagine family. I don't know if it's true. I, I, that's my theory. I don't yeah. test. I don't test my material out on, on really anybody. The only person I might test my material out on is Piero, because we yeah, work good. so closely together. Yeah, I yeah. might go. I'm thinking of doing this line. I'm yeah, thinking of doing this, this. And, yeah. and I never perform it to him. I just tell him about the line. Mm. And if I see that he, like he's he's giggling to it or he's going, yeah, yeah, that's a good concept. I might go, okay, maybe that that'll yeah, maybe work. That and maybe he, he might do the same with me. You know. Yeah. Um, but I don't, know, I, I don't go up to friends and family. I go, I'm going to just perform for you five minutes, or yep. I'm going to. I don't tend to do that. I also feel like it's harder for friends and family to to be honest. Mm. There's that natural ability for people to want to be nice to you. Yeah. You know, it's okay. I'm a grown man. Yeah, exactly. I'll test it on an audience. If they don't laugh, I move on. I know, that's my professionalism. Yeah. I know how to move yeah, on yeah, yeah, without it. Yeah. Getting to me and go, oh my god, what, yeah, what's not happening? Not taking it personally yeah. and just yeah. yeah, and going right. That joke either has to go or needs a lot of reworking. Yep. You know, see, I reckon so. see that attitude would uh, serve you well as a sportsman or an SAS. Should take it with you. Yeah, well, SAS. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, it'd be great to do SAS. Apart from the fact that I don't like to get dirty, but you know, <laughs> Paul describes it best. The, yeah. what, once in a lifetime opportunity, he exactly. said to me. Yeah, you know, and he's because we spoke about it on Monday when we were together on set. Yeah. He goes, once in a lifetime opportunity, where else do you get the chance to do these exactly. kinds of things, like jump from a boat to a helicopter mm. uh, and do it and do it like without having to pay companies to do it, you know, Correct. for a TV show. So there's a lot of things he got mm. to do um, that he's like, like bucket list mm. stuff, you know, incredible. Yeah. yeah. What, what's the highlight of your career? Something you've done? Oh. Like, I mean, Fat Pizza's great, but what is this? Something great when you look back and go, I'm really TV proud of highlight. that. Um, just, just proud of whatever. Do you know, you do you know what I am proud of? And so. look, it's it's nothing. That, it's nothing that's going to blow your mind. I'm mm. proud of the current shows that I'm putting on with Pietro, which we've been doing for three years and mm. na- national tours and taking them around. Why am I proud of them? They're the first shows, big big shows that I've done as a, as a duo, you know, yeah. with a colleague, but they're ours. Mm. We've written them, we produce them, we direct them. We've done everything for them. Mm. They're our babies, those shows. Yeah. You know? I'm really, really proud proud of that. I love that. Yeah. When, when we look at, say, oh, I think we talked about this when we have coffee. Say you're 80, you, you make it to 80. Yeah. Of course you will. Um, we yeah. all will. We all will. You you look back and what what do we want to say about James Liotta? What would you like people to say about you? <laughs> James Liotta at 80. What did he stand for? He stood. Uh, he stood for. Wow, what a great question! You're deep, man. You're oh, deep, thanks, man. deep, man. Um, just to be re- remembered for someone that made people smile, that made that you know that lifted their spirits through the ability of of comedy, you know, and that might be just within my own niche market. I am a niche comic. It's you know I'm an ethnic comic pro- predominantly. You know that's that's my audience, but I love it. I do try to expand a little bit. It'd be nice to expand, but I, I I have this love for that style, you know, of stuff. Yeah, just someone that made people laugh. That's it. Yeah, I love that. And who who knows by then, you know, if I have family and stuff like that, life changes. Life can change so suddenly, very quickly. You know, very very quickly. Very quickly. I love that, mate. So, 
that's it. Just someone to remember that, oh, he used to make us laugh mm-hmm. and smile. I'd be happy with that. Brilliant. Mm. Ten quick questions. All right. Shop, These mate. are fire, fire, what yeah, do you call fire. it? Fireball. What do you call it? What, what's quick your, fire quick questions. Fire, quick fire. Quick questions. Fireball. Well, that was Pokemon. Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> or Dragon Ball Z. All One right, cool. I don't know. Right. Favorite food first, easy. Arancini. Arancini. Yeah, but not the ball. It has to be the traditional. Yeah, like the triangle, triangle shape. Yeah, yeah, none of this ball stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. no balls. Favorite movie? Oh look! Any any of the Batman's? I'm a huge fan of Batman, The Dark Knight, all that. Oh, yeah, I could watch those, I, and I do over and over again. I'm a huge fan of Batman, Brilliant. so th- those that category of films, yeah, yeah. You got to pick one here. Which AFL team do you hate the most? Dislike? Um, pressure's on. Uh, yeah, the easy answer. Sydney, on. Sydney. Don't like Sydney because I'm from Melbourne. Exactly. There Good we answer. go. We'll go to Yeah. If you could be. Elite at any sport in the world, yeah. what would it be? Oh, soccer. Soccer. It'd be soccer, of course. Yeah. Who would you play for, Juventus? Play for Juventus, or, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, my family's Sicilian. I'd love to play for Catania. Catania, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very nice. Even Palermo. Palermo, good, Catania, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, dinner with anyone in the world, who would it be? Anyone. Oh, wow, that question. Dinner with anyone in the world. Um, Jeez. Oh, anyone. Um... You know what? Let me go more personal on this mm. one. Um, my father passed away yes. in in, uh, in January, yeah. and uh, maybe maybe a last dinner exactly. with my dad. Yeah, yeah. And he was important yeah. to you. He was a big big hero, and he got you into this. this he did. He did. Yeah. The, the, the reason why I do what I do, mm. it has a lot to do with him. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that one on a more personal. I love that. Your favourite comedian in the world? Oh, in the world! In the world, oh, not just Australia. Wow, Jeez, you look I, up there's, to, so, there's, so there's so many, many there's but so you got to pick one. This there's is so many. I mean, for all different reasons, mm-hmm. you know. I, this is the one that's come to my mind straight yep. away. But there's so many yeah. that I love. Right, yeah. uh, Michael McIntyre. Yes, from the UK. Oh, oh my mum loves it. Now, my mum he has a, <laughs> has a phenomenal way of telling his stories and jokes. It's mean. just. There were certain people in this world you can't replicate them, yep. you know. So let's go, Michael. Mann and his whole show is brilliant, many. isn't he? What he does with his brilliant, show, brilliant, yeah, brilliant. Um, if there was a movie on your life, who would you cast to play as you? Piero Viavasa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Piero yeah, get yeah. a gig, nice. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what about Paulie Fennick could do it? Good Paulie, job. F- oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah. Paulie Fennick, yeah. Uh, if you had to change professions, I know we, you wouldn't, yeah. but if you had to change, yeah. choose something else. Yeah, what would it be? Well, I'd have to go with what, what we were talking about before being a pilot. Pilot, yeah, yeah, yeah easy. Yeah, that's All what right. I'd go for. Uh, your favorite song? Oh, favorite song. See, these are wide questions. Yeah, well, you know? you've got a favorite song, sure. Oh, Baby Shark. Baby Shark? Yeah, Baby Shark. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Baby Shark. Do, 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 do. Baby Shark. Do, do. Let's go with that. Okay. As uh, as a kid, I loved Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Everything was Michael Jackson to yeah. me as a, uh, growing up. Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. Okay, last one. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? I'd stay here. You'd stay here? Yeah, I'd stay in Melbourne. You love your life. Yeah, yeah I'd stay in Melbourne. I uh, love visiting the world, but I'd stay in, I'd stay in Melbourne. Good. James, where do we check out your stuff? Mate, thanks for having me on. Oh. It's been a lot of fun. Some of it's been therapeutic as well. <laughs> as well. So I'll, I'll be do. coming back to you for uh, regular sessions. Oh, no worries. Um, You'll be paying me soon. I won't have to pay you to come on. <laughs> <laughs> people can find me online uh, through social media, James Liotta Entertainer across Facebook and Instagram. There's my website as well, which is just jamesliotta.com.au. But 
Don't worry about the website. Go to the social media. Yeah, that's it. You're a good man. I look up to you a lot, mate. Honestly, you're do. very kind. You're very um, kind. I admire your work, you, and uh, you're a great man. Very most kind. importantly, Thank and pe- you. people can research. Our little video, you were in a little video. Oh, I was, I was. In a, no, in a, I forget, it's called with, Pizza Pizza Something. Um, it's a long time ago It now. was a long time ago. We yeah. did it at Pizzello Michelucci's, yeah. which is now Little Michael's, little little Michael's, Michael's Pizzeria. Pizzeria. Yeah. And we did a sketch together. Yeah. I was the Aussie bloke. And you played the Aussie bloke for us. Brilliant. Yeah. We just stuffed pizza in your mouth. <laughs> We've got to yeah. share it again. Yeah, we do. We should share it again. That way yeah. you can find it. James Thank you very much, mate. Pleasure, mate. Thanks for having me.